welcome back. First episode in the little studio in the cave. That little basement party we got going on. Was good though. Season steady grooving. We got some storylines. We got some surprise teams. A little bit of body checks. You know, I'm not going to say who. Twitter accounts, not going to say who. And so it's only fitting we talk about some of the dudes that we're watching to change the league this year. You know, first of all, I'm talking about a guy that stepped up this year for one of the biggest teams, the Miami Heat, right? Mr. Miami, Miami's number one white boy, the riffraff of Miami, Tyler Hero. That's who we're going to talk about today because this guy has been changing the league. And I think you guys agree, this guy's been uh, on top of his game, been a real difference maker, especially isn't, when. Isn't Riffraff the Riffraff of Miami already, though? I don't know. Oh, shit. I think he's already That's got a that. That, that is a topic for another podcast. But, but this guy, that would be is, a whole episode yeah. if, we, if we're just trying to decide who's the riffraff of Miami, if it's riffraff or Tyler Hero. Be you know, that's, That'd be a different podcast. Yeah, that, we're, we're, that, we're in too deep. We're in over our heads if we're talking about that one. But for real, guys, I mean, Tyler Hero's been killing it this year, especially when Kyle Lowry, he's been doing everything but score. I mean, recently just put up a goose egg. Like, they're a good fit together, where it's like Kyle Lowry does everything else, and then Tyler Hero just comes in, just the spark plug that just... Honestly, like, I mean, Jimmy is just so, like, Jimmy and just has a will to score. But, like, if we're talking just pure talent of scoring the ball, like, Tyler's probably their best guy at getting a basket at this point. So, like, last five games he's ever in 18.6, and he got locked up by Jalen Brown. He scored six points, and they got He got locked up by one of the best defenders in the league. He's not one of the best defenders in the league. He's a good perimeter defender. Jalen Brown? He's a good perimeter defender. I wouldn't go as far as How many people are you taking before Jalen Brown? I mean, we're not doing this. But yeah, we're not doing. It. We're just, not doing. I'm this. just we're saying, like eyes you on the really prize, guys. You got more than eyes on the prize. No, no, no. I'm saying Tyler Hero's been good, but I don't. I don't know. That, I just have to come out and be honest and say that I'm not as high on him as you guys are. Like he's really good. They need him to be this good if they want to get the three seed. But I still feel like he's going through the process of becoming a a starter caliber NBA guard on a a good contending team. You know, so I like what he's done so far. But I feel like he. I want to see him do it. Like I guess. Uh, for more than this sample size right now. What are we, 10 games in the season? Well, I mean, that's yeah, the well, point is do you think it's going right, to right, right, It's right, a right, player right. to watch, essentially. No, he for like, sure is. He, he for sure is. I mean, the heat, we, we're all high on the Heat. We think that he can make a deep playoff run in the East. Where it's looking like a little bit more up for grabs than probably anticipated at the end of last year with Kyrie and Simmons. But but you're saying you don't believe in him? You don't, you don't think Not he that I don't believe league? in him, but I just – I really want to see him do it against, like, I guess the best defenders because to start out the year, I don't think they had the strongest schedule, and, like, we're going to see Not now. defensively for sure. And his worst games were against, like, you know, Utah. But like, the thing Utah is, like, if you're Jaylen really going to put – like, if you're taking Jalen Brown and putting him – like, I think Jalen Brown is their best defender on the Celtics. So if you're going to put Jalen Brown on Tyler Hero – Yeah, Marcus Smart would say otherwise. Bro. Yeah, Marcus Smart is no, close enough to so, – No, he's not. I would – again, I'm taking Jalen Brown. If – if I, again, I'd rather – if I'm Jimmy, I'd rather have Marcus Smart on me than Jalen Brown. So if I'm – you know, if I'm Kyler, Kyle Lowry, I'd rather have Marcus Smart on me than Jalen Brown. So that's like if you're really going to put your best defender on Tyler Hero – that's just going to make the rest of the team better, yeah, honestly. Jimmy, better. Well, it shows that they respect him. It shows that the Celtics respect him. Yeah, I think just taking that attention is just, like, if he's really, like, they, if the team has to account like, for him and game plan for him, that's already enough, honestly. Yeah. We'll see if he continues the stats-wise, what he's doing now. You know, being a 20-point game guy on efficient 40% from three is pretty, you know, 
But wow. he's getting the minutes. He's getting the minutes. I he's mean, he's pretty much over 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. The four a assist game. a game is nice as well. It shows you that he's helping out Kyle Lowry as a ball Dude, handler. He's basically the back the backup point guard at this point. So like, yep. I mean, he is kind of getting assists when he needs to. Like, he's just a baller. He get, he's not gonna get you rebounds every game, but he can get you rebounds. You know, so like two point two turnovers a game though. That's something to watch. I mean, that's the thing is he's not a natural point guard. So no, like, he's when not. he is playing the backup but they made point the guard decision. position. It is like they need a secondary ball handler. Gonna, they yeah. made the decision when they it. didn't resign Kendrick Nunn. They let Dragic walk. Yeah. You know, like exactly. they made the decision. All right, Tyler Heroes are backup point guard. Essentially, we want the ball in his hands because, I mean, he's it a walking bucket better, yeah. out of college. He was a walking bucket. He was a playmaker. That's why you know he did go in the lottery. I mean, probably went a little bit later than some people would have said, but still, I mean, definitely a difference maker, and definitely looks like a difference maker for this Heat team in terms of how deep they're going to go if they're going to compete with. The Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis big three, you know, or possibly the big three of the Nets if Kyrie decides to play basketball or not. <laughs> that's the question. Man. That's the question, you know, how much do you love the game? But, I mean, that's not I get into that. I mean, any closing thoughts on Tyler Hero that you guys want to brush up on before we head on to, you know, the next buzz in the city? No, other than he's he has been super impressive. He's kind of shaken off whatever criticism he had last year. I just feel like... I want to see him do it for the whole year before I'm ready to say that he's like, he's here, he's here. For he's here. sure, <laughs> definitely got to wait. I just think like shooting basically seven attempts a game, forty percent from three. It's just like that's like a big part of his game. I feel like that he's gonna have to like be consistent on. And it's just gonna help everyone else on this team. And like I mean, I don't know. I think he's he's clearly taking a step up again. Like maybe he is a little overperforming a little bit, but I think he's definitely better. You know, he's not yeah. like just gonna regress to last year's Tyler Hero. He had to back up the confidence he had when he said that he belonged in the Trey Young and Luka conversation, and so far he has. Like he's he's still not doing what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, was like, I don't know if he has. No, but he's he's backed it up he's to he's a getting, degree. He's getting closer to being less of a meme and more yeah. of a reality. Yeah. I was just gonna roast you because you're like he's been impressive, but I nah fuck that guy. I mean, <laughs> so because you, got, you guys are acting like he's like the most <laughs> impressive, and I don't think he's dude. A, he's the next coming of Michael Jordan. I thought yeah. we established this off. No, 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 no. All he's, right. he's been very good. All right. Well, like I said, next biggest thing out here is from Buzz, Zid, Buzz City, Miles Bridges. I, Brandon, I'm going to let you start it off because you were adamant that we talk about Miles Bridges tonight. Adamant. I mean, I just think he just is so much better now, you know? Like, it's one thing where he was playing just so, like, off-ball, you know, or like the last few years of his career. But now it's like he's like an on-ball, like, shooting, like, pull-up shots, step-back threes, like – taking it to the rack like he is just like he's an iso scorer now you know where like and he's efficient at it like he's being pretty efficient and now like the athleticism is sort of the talent has kind of caught up to the athleticism a little bit so it's just like mm. if he's a 20 point per game scorer and if gordon hayward's still good and if lamello stays at the 20 point per game guy and is you know doing lamello things like this is like a real team so i just feel like I just think as of a whole, but they're like, on a, they're pretty, on a skid. They're like they're on. They're yeah. on they started five and two, so I mean, five and two. There's a lot of teams right now that are struggling, you know. So well, like, that's why it's early enough in the season where we're seeing trends, but it's also hard to overreact, you know. Like when teams, they, teams get hot, teams get cold. I mean, the Hornets are a team in terms of betting, at least. Like I don't want to necessarily always bet on the Hornets to either win or lose because they could. Play really well, they could play bad. Same thing with like the Kings is another team that's off the top of my dome where like I don't want to bet against them because yeah. they could beat a good team on a, any given night. So, I mean, the biggest thing for me is he's scored in double digits 
every single game so far this year. With like multiple thirty point games. With multiple you know, thirty point like, like games. Back to back and he scored twelve points a game last year. So that's, that's a ten I, point. He's, a, he's an eleven. An increase, he's an eleven point yeah. four points per game career wise. Yeah. You know, so that's he's averaging double. He's at twenty two point three, a little bit less than double, but that's right. a huge leap. And like you said, I mean, he's using his athleticism to be in control. He's looking like one of their better defenders, honestly. Because the Hornets, That's one of the their thing, biggest... They still need a little bit more from No, he for sure is. But the Hornets don't have any really defense. You know, well, like, the Scary Terry's not going to play defense. Hayward. Gordon, Gordon Hayward could, but Terry's he... Not, Terry's actually, like, solid on the defensive end. He's undersized, but I feel he's like, like he competes. okay, but, like, I mean, I still think Miles Bridges is probably one of their better defenders that's not, like, freaking one of the players. But he's just they not need more from him, though, great, man. Though, yeah. you, don't, you don't think of Miles Bridges as someone that can, like, give someone a rough night. I feel like he's passable, but if they really want to win... He's so but I think he can work he to, could, towards something yeah. to oh, for be, sure. give, being a rough night, you know? He could work towards, like, a Jalen Brown-esque two-way player. But if we want to say, like, of all the things that he's done this year, I don't think defense is the one thing that I'm, like, he's, he's shown that he's gotten better there. I think it's everywhere else that he's shown he's gotten better. I mean, the offensive side, though, is just that's why. Like, he's just, like, like Which he's, is huge. He's, he's playing the four, but he's basically, like, a three. Like, he's too big for threes to guard him, but he's too athletic for fours to guard him. So, it's just, like, he's an automatic mismatch. And it's, like, if you, again, he's almost like Tyler here, where if you do put a good defender on him, well, then now Gordon Hayward and LaMelo are just going to open it up. So, that's why when you have a third guy, I think just it opens everything up. It just, again, going back to the defensive side, he just... Needs to sharpen up a little bit better on that side. I mean, it's just hard. Small forward's like the hardest position to guard in the league. Yeah. And it's his third year, fourth year in the league. Yeah, like, for sure. He's got time, so I'm with Abel. Like, he's going to get to that Jalen Brown level. But right now, that's that's why they're struggling. They don't have, like, a, a big forward stopper. Like, Anthony Davis just kind of had his way with them last night and was the reason that they won. So, uh, until he gets yeah, to that point. Yeah, he's not going to be guarding, really... like, essentially centers and fours. He's going to be guarding the threes and the fours. Depending on how they play, they like P.J. Washington at center. I mean, if so... you got LaMelo, Terry Roger. Gordon and Bridges all on the floor. Like. That's their small ball. Five. Yeah, they, I mean, their team is a small ball team. You so know, that's like why, yeah, that's, that's, that's their optimal it's, lineup. It's more is a taking small advantage ball. on the offensive side. Like, there's no one that could really guard. Like I said, Miles Bridges on offense, so they're almost just like let's just take what, like the yells on defense, just to, you know, for the such a big advantage on offense. And that's what brings it back to why they're hard to bet on because they're a young team. They're gonna run. They're gonna get their numbers, but they're not playing that much defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right, on to the OG. L to the OG, hey man. Let's not get into that either. That's another. That's another podcast we got for another time, man. But I mean, OG Ananobi, that's someone we didn't give enough respect to on our previous pod about most improved, because he's been killing it this year. It, I wish one of us would have like said in the beginning of the year that this Raptors team was as good as they're going to be. Yeah, I mean, nobody saw it coming. Who would have said yeah, because no one literally saw it coming, and I was like, man, like we should have hopped on that bandwagon, but yeah. before anybody else. But you know, yeah, you live dude. and you learn. Whoever and, said that must have been super. Yeah, no, shout out to Brad. <laughs> that was a good call. One of his good calls, America. Yeah, yeah, he does have yeah, some America. Yeah, he he watches basketball, America. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but I mean, overall, he's been the model of consistency. I mean, pretty much twenty points a game in every single game through a little nice 36-piece bucket against the Knicks in a W in the at garden. New York yeah. in the fucking garden. Yep, you're right. So, I mean, what, what else is to say? Obviously, we talked about some guys that were supporting roles. Now we're talking about kind of like the main attraction. It's looking like, because obviously Siakam's going to come back soon. Van Fleet's obviously really good. Scotty Barnes, another guy that we should have talked about more when, in terms of the rookie of the year. He's playing ridiculous. I think leading... 
rookies in PER, which is and huge, scoring too, and yeah. scoring, which is huge, which is something a little surprising because that was like his biggest thing was like he can do everything besides score. Yeah, exactly. And now he's leading the rookies all rookies in scoring in a so, great rookie class. I mean, yeah. top notch rookie class. I mean, it's looking like it might be him and Mobley if if the level of play continues for everyone else. It's looking like them too, but. Obviously, Jalen Green, Cade Cunningham might say otherwise. Yep. But anyways, I mean, I still think OG is the guy in Toronto. I mean, right now, without Siakam, he's definitely taking the opportunity and became a 20-point-per-game guy where, like, he's always been great defensively and he's always had games and flashes of being great offensively, but he's never really been the guy that, like, is just, you know, consistently 20 you know points per game every game. So, like, for him to really take this step up, you know, is, like, huge for the team. And now it's just a matter of, like, him and Siakam could sort of coexist, which, I mean, they haven't really had a ton of offense. So I don't think, you know, you could throw just Siakam's 18 to 20 points, you know, and I think they'll be fine. And OG probably still could get close to 20 points per game just because they really don't have anybody else scoring. You know, Sky Barnes is leading rookies as partly because they don't have anyone else scoring. But yeah. even then, like, I think, like, this team is just, like, they're all pretty good. They all played hard two ways. I mean, Nick Nurse is just one of the best coaches. Like, I think they're going to be a tough team. And, again, I think OG is a big part where, like, if he stays this level, like, they are, like, going to be surprise teams for sure, like, in the playoffs. Yeah, he just looks so much smoother out there. He's making his pull-up jump shots at a level that we just haven't seen him do before, shooting 84% from the free throw line, which would be the best of his career. And I don't know. It just seems like he's getting better at playmaking. Like, the 2.8 assists, you know, that's that's something that I feel like has always been like he can play defense, he can rebound, he can kind of get his own shot, but if he's I mean, getting assists. I that's the thing assists, is he's kind of getting his, his own shot this year. Like, he really wasn't. He was like he was more, more of a spot-up yeah, shooter. Spot guy. Yeah. You know, like, work the been, corners, the yeah. easy three, yep. maybe do a, like a, a quick dive to the rim. Yeah. Whereas this year, like you player. said, he's, he's, like a shot he's starting, himself, yeah, he's starting like, to post up on some fades. He's starting to, you know, he actually one of the biggest things is like, He's shooting threes. Like, he's shooting a lot yeah. of threes, you know? Right. Like, he's got mul- multiple games where he's shooting double-digit threes Yeah. and attempts. And obviously, I mean, 36% is good, but, it, I mean, it's it's less than his his uh, career right. in field goal percentage. But I mean, the, just, with the volume, for it to be essentially where his career is, and like I said, he beforehand, he was more of a spot-up corner three type of shooter. Right. Now he's taking more off the dribble. off dribble threes. He's taking more threes off the flow of the offense. So, I mean, that's, for me, that's one of the biggest things is yep. because he's just kind of like he's, he's always been like a really good athletic wing but not necessarily regarded as a good like off the dribble three point shooter, and he's kind of adding that to his game. Yeah. And another thing, I mean, he, pretty much all these guys. One of the big like trend is if they do bad, the team loses badly. The, the Raptors' worst loss against the Wizards, fifteen point loss in the first game of the season, minus twenty one, first worst plus minus of his of his season I mean, so that's far. The thing is, he kind of is like. Their best, like kind of their best player at this yeah. point, you know. So like, where he stands out Romero's because he's guarding the best guy on the other team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's one of the guys where like, yeah, him or Scotty Barnes, I yeah, guess. Yeah, him or Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Barnes yeah, well, I mean, Scotty Barnes was uh, shutting down K, not shutting down KD, but he was giving him being a little pest to KD, Trouble, which. Yeah. Which I mean, KD one of the best wings in the world. What even the to best, this day, the best brother. What <laughs> are we talking right, about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's no, like right. he's like top hundred. I would say, yeah, you know, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, some I mean, people for, don't know about him yet. For bro. a rookie to come in and just give that guy problems, like that's that's huge for me. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about Scotty. We're talking about OG now. And I mean, he's really he's the OG up north, and we'll see how we'll see how far he takes the Raptors. 
looking like the playoffs, but we'll see how far deep into the playoffs. And I mean, he might have to go through the next guy to get to the playoffs, and that's probably the hottest dude, one of the hottest dudes in in the league right now. Little homer pick, but we got Demar Derozan. Joe, I'll let you. I'll let you start it off because you know I know you're a big not Bulls fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I've I've actually never really been a fan of Demar Derozan's game. I've always thought that his type of basketball was a little bit more selfish and somewhere where he just didn't really help other people get better. But credit to him, he's worked on his game in terms of playmaking. He's done it for the last three years in San Antonio, and now this year he's shooting the three like he's never done in his entire career. So. Hat tip to him. He's worked his ass off. He's playing defense. I mean, there's not much more you can say about this guy other than he's he's in his prime and he's giving Chicago everything he can for this contract that some people said was an overpay. There's no way it's an overpay if he's playing like this. Well, like you said, man, the defense. I think we all knew like he can he can get buckets. Probably one of the best mid range shooters we've seen in terms of the pull up mid range game that we've seen in our lifetime. Yep. But that defense, man. I mean, it might be like just kind of like uh, herd mentality with the defense you know he's seeing Caruso he's seeing Lonzo Ball shut down people he's like seeing Javante Green shut down people he's like yo I gotta get in on this you know he's, he's not talk. he's not he's been vocal that's the thing I think is like he's gotten better like he just, no one just watches the Spurs because the Spurs are the Spurs the last few years mm. like oh yeah no good. he's like, gotten better for like, the Spurs, his, with the Spurs he's been a legit playmaker the last few years and like he's just gotten a little bit better I mean he knows where to be on defense he's a veteran you know it's just he's not like dumb out there like you know like he might not be as athletic and he's not Locking anybody down, but like when you just you know put the team defense together, like he kind of knows where to be and knows what to do. So like I just feel like he's you know forty percent on like th- on threes this year is like kind of insane. Is that sustainable? Out of this That's world. the biggest thing. Probably is that sustainable? not. Probably I mean, not, we have no reason we'll to believe it, it is. Holy because, shit! Like he's never. I mean, yeah, we're gonna time, take it, but small sample size. We're, I, we're I think barely. He, he's clearly worked on that shot, though. The thing that is, is just above average, though. And to look at his career, he's a twenty-eight percent shooter. I mean, that just tells me he's. It's clear that he's gotten better. That's what clearly I'm saying. He's he's, he's, it's clearly worked on it. So well, like, it might regress a little bit, but like I would say that's such a high jump that it's not just a fluke. Like he clearly like. And when you see it, he shoots it with confidence. He shoots like you don't see the shot and you're like, damn, that's a bad shot. You're, first of all, there's so many damn scores on this team. I mean, we're talking about DeMar, but DeMar's probably not even the – not not probably. He's not the best scorer on this team. Levine is the best scorer on this team. It's Score. it's debatable, but yes, the Levine is yeah, I'm more gonna go out on a limb. I'm going to be the hot take, which is all not right, a hot take. Right, you're right. acting up. No, I'm <laughs> saying Levine, Levine is the best scorer on Levine this team. Levine is like more in his prime for sure, but DeMar can – Get buckets. I mean, I, I mean, no, like, they're both great scorers. Realistically, right. they're both. Top Levine might have more in his in bag, but like Demar. I mean, let's like. I feel like though, like if they're gonna guard Levine, though, like Demar kind of has to step up, you know, and take advantage. And I feel like he kind of is. So, oh, like, he has. Yeah, he's. I mean, Vooch isn't really scoring that much, honestly. Which is like, nah, honestly, Vooch has been their role. worst player. That's like, I close. mean, that's the role. Like he just. He has to be the third option. He's not a guy that you feed the ball to. Like, but right he's now he's not even the like, third option, man. He's like, like the fifth option. I mean, I guess. I mean, like, it's just like, I mean, as long as Levine and DeMar are good and they're winning games, like, I think, like, they're all right. As long, if they start losing games and Vooch ain't playing well, then, like, you know, there's something to be said about it. But as of right now, I think their roles, I mean, he's averaging basically a career high almost. Like, he's averaging. Every category. He, yeah. Like, I mean, so it's like. I mean, if, we'll see if DeMar, like, can continue it, but if he stays, like, close to 25 per game, I mean, the Bulls are definitely a legit, like, playoff contender. Like, yeah, because Levine's for noise. sure going to be over 25 a game. And then, I mean, yeah, And then DeMar's over 25, so that's already 50 points. And, I mean, they got good role players. I mean, 
Caruso's going to Caruso average. Caruso's probably going to be close to 10. Once yeah. Kobe you comes know, back, Lonzo's going to be close to 12. Mm-hmm. Kobe's going to be close to like 8 to 10. Um, you know, Vooch is going to be close to 10 to, or 12 to like 15, you know? So that's a lot of scoring right there. Yeah. And right now their defense is translated well. The bench is playing ridiculously well. Mm. Shout out Ayo Desumu, I-L-L. You guys really aren't going to say I-N-I? All right. Well, anyways, uh, the line nine. Yeah, probably, and college basketball is bad, guys. America, college basketball. But anyways, yeah, Ayo Desumu is playing really well. Javante Green's playing really well. Derrick Jones has had to play well with the injury with Patrick Williams, and he's... Really, like honestly, he pretty much brought back brought them back in that Boston game was that bench. But I mean, yeah, if if they have the team and it really does come down to Levine and DeRozan because they're gonna have to be the main ball handlers. Because last year, I mean, leading the league in turnovers were the Bulls. Demar's not gonna let that happen this year, and for me, that's why he's a huge player to watch because if they're not turning the ball over, this offense is deadly, and we've seen it. I mean, so it's it's been a hand in hand. It's no coincidence, is what I'm saying. No, yeah, for sure. All right, but someone that might definitely not be a coincidence, R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. The boy. Canadian Jordan. <laughs> what Andrew Wiggins should have been. Yep. <laughs> he's he's definitely shown that he's he's working a little bit harder than Wiggins. Not to call out Wiggins, but I feel like the growth that we've seen from R.J. in these last two years has been massive. I mean, I think offensively he's been – Inconsistent I mean, he's, he's at been, best. He's kind of this, yeah, he's kind of the same player. He's been pretty inconsistent, but like defensively, he's gotten way better. He's he definitely, needs to be more aggressive. So I'll agree with you there. But I think his shooting and his ability to shoot off the dribble is like insanely better from where he started when he was a rookie. Like he was one of the worst players in the league at both of those things, and now he's passable. I mean, he's shooting thirty five percent from three, which isn't great, but I think it's the higher volume. He's taking two more attempts a game and. He's shown in transition that he's actually, like, really good. Like, you see his body type. He's got big shoulders. And when he goes to the basket, I feel like they can't block his shot. He's literally averaging the exact same amount of points this year as he did last year. The thing for me, though, is, like um, you said, defensively. Worse, and defensively. worse shooting. He's worse shooting. Defensively, he's looking like their, their main ball. stopper. He's, he's their main stopper. And the biggest thing coming out of Duke, I mean, they lost in the March Madness tournament because he missed, like, a game-winning layup. And he essentially got bodied at the rim and missed the layup. Mm. Seeing him this year, when he goes to the rim, I don't assume that he's going to get bodied by these big centers. I uh, assume he's going to go strong. I'm assuming that he's going to. The finish. thing is, I would just say is like he's at a career low in free throw attempts a game. So that's like, not good. That's not good. He's like you're saying. He's got definitely has to be more aggressive. I think just offensively, it just. I mean, I'm not going to say we he is who he is. He definitely has time to improve. It's, it's just 22. like he hasn't like. He, I don't know if offensively he's getting that much better this year. But again, just defensively, he's like. But this is why he is like important. Like, it, like he is an X factor for the Knicks team to see like what this Knicks team is going to turn out to be this year. Like, and guarding the best player on the other team is like a, a badge of honor for any yeah. player. So but, to do and, and, it like, at twenty one, twenty two for Tom yeah. Thibodeau, who never plays rookies, it's impressive. I, I gotta say, I feel like this kid has lived up to whatever hype Knicks fans probably have. Mm, yeah, I, I mean, he's shooting a career high within three feet of the rim. So a sixty-seven percent shooter this year. Before I mean, last year sixty percent. Before that, fifty-seven percent. So he's taking a leap, like I said, around the rim, mm-hmm. and he's shooting a lot more threes this year compared to last year. I mean, yep. for his career, he's pretty much been around twenty-eight percent of his shots are three-pointers. Right. He's all the way up to forty-one percent this yep. year of his shots are three-pointers. Yeah. So he's essentially becoming what the modern NBA is: finish strong at the rim or shoot the three. 
Yep. You know, there's no in between. The mid range is dead. I mean, it's I like the archetypes us. he is. I just feel like the execution has to get better. But I mean, I mean, I, he, he's a hard worker. I feel like he'll get better. So like, I mean, I, I'm definitely rooting for him. It just, I think I do hope that he does. I think people hoped for sure that he was going to be a little bit better. I mean, just looking at him being drafted after Zion and Ja, you know, which like, at this point, oh, one's hey. playing. One's not. Yeah, yeah I mean, RJ's maybe you do say he's, than, he's yeah. one, one's, one's 300 plus pounds. The other one is shooting career highs. I think the Knicks would love to take Zion for RJ. For RJ I mean, right now? You think dice, so? I think they would. You think so? Julius Randle's a very similar player to they Zion. They would. I think. I mean, I think Zion's New York Knicks jersey is going to be the like, most sold, sold jersey probably in the history uh, of yo, the RJ NBA. and Zion together, if they flip uh, right, Julius yeah, Randle, a first round pick. I mean, Zion's basically Julius Randle with hops, right? <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll tamper the expectations a little bit. I agree that his, his points per game, you probably want that to be a little bit more if he's the number two guy on this team. But I just think the shrouds that he's shown in transition, shooting the ball from three more, like Abel's saying, and guarding the All best right, guy I would just say, are, is this team a championship team? With the way RJ is playing right now, and I would just say it's not. So right there, full stop. Well, like, that's he has not to, RJ's fault, though. I mean, I, I if you put John Morant on this team instead of RJ, like John I still don't think that's a championship team. And John Morant, I think is it's like, a way closer for sure. John Morant's like one of those like like if Ju- Julius Randle's really good, Julius Randle's really good, and I just feel like if RJ was a little bit better. So you think Julius Randle and John Morant could Julius lead Randall the Knicks to a could lead the Knicks to a championship? They'd be like. A top four seed potentially, and could be like that's a team. what the Knicks could be with this team. But are they really gonna like? Are you getting? Are you that scared of the Knicks team? Do you trade R.J. Barrett in contracts and draft picks for Damian Lillard? No, you don't. No, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't do it. That's a tough one. Dame Dame could change. Uh, I'm hundred percent doing playoffs. that. The Dame version that we're getting right now is not very good. But so this, this I don't is know not, how you think this that, is not that's, the Dame version so you, that you're gonna get. I know he's got to get out of you're the slump. Low on he's got to get out of the slump first, is what I would say. Joe's, Joe like, doesn't understand so high by low. Dude. Bro, you guys don't understand. RJ Barrett's 21 years old, and you're trading away a 21 year old who's gonna get better every year for someone who's 30 plus. That's what Joseph, I'm saying. What's the ceiling? expire. That's a thing, you know. I Bro, mean, he's on his rookie deal. You don't have to worry about him walking. Damian Lillard could go to New York, not work out, and then dip because you trade him. He's got four years on his deal, though. I mean, fair. I'll give it to you. I'm more leaning. I'm more leaning towards keeping RJ over Dame, but you can't hate on someone to get our superstar. Get a Dame, a superstar with arguably the best team around uh, that, him that so he's that, ever had, Julius so, Randle, so Mitchell Dame, Robinson. So, so it's less about Dame. I mean, Dame, it is more about Dame, but it's also more about RJ. It's like, what do you, are you looking at him as like a trade piece or are you really like, this is the young guy I'm building around? You know, like I'm not trading Shea. I'm not trading like Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard. I'm not trading any of these guys, but I would consider trading RJ, you know, and that's what uh, I'm saying is like, you know, uh, RJ's below that level where I don't I know if like he's like. I feel like RJ has more upside than at this point Jalen Brown. Jalen no Brown's really way. good. Oh, I, I don't know, but I would. If RJ became, I'd say they're close, close to, to the same. Jalen Brown, I'd say they're close to the same. No, but Jalen Brown's already like I feel like close to his peak. He's really good, really, I really don't know. good. Jalen Brown's only 25, 26. Yeah, I mean that's like the prime. That's usually when you hit your peak. And what else he's going to wow. add to his game? Uh, like he's already a, he's a, right, what, he's already like thirty. He's already a great defender. He's already a great shooter. He's I mean, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing, yeah, he's a playmaker and probably get his handle a little bit tighter. So, that's probably the only thing I'm saying. But like, I mean, that's uh, when he would do it. I what would RJ have to improve? His shooting. 
You'd have to become a focal point on the offense. I mean, twenty five. Right he has to go piece. to twenty five point per game score. That's a big. But jump he's only twenty one, like Joe said, dude. He has four years yeah. to get to twenty five. Sure. I think he could totally get there. I'm not saying they're worlds apart. I'm just saying Jalen Brown's still getting better. I'm just saying Jalen Brown would be a great like turnout for That's RJ. That's the goal. I think RJ and is I would. Get I there. would definitely trade. RJ to a team that thinks RJ is going to turn out to Jalen Brown because I, I personally do not think he'd be Jalen Brown. Let's give them Vucevic. <laughs> no, I know. I, I see him like Jalen Brown or Jimmy Butler where he's just going to work hard and get better every year. I don't know. I just don't think he's going to be as good as those guys. That's fair. That's fair. We have to I see mean, it first. It's a wait and see, man. He's only 21. The world is his oyster. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, he's definitely on the rise. I like, I said, I, at the worst, he's like going to be good defensively. So like, I mean, like, even if he's like a Drew Holiday kind of guy, but just as a wing where he's like a 3 and D guy that does get you just 17-18 in the game and just plays hard Give defense, that. that's a valuable guy. I'm not hating on it. I, like, it just like it just comes down to like recalibrating your expectations. Or like a Middleton guy I think would probably Middleton, be better. Middleton, yeah, yeah, I think Middleton, Middleton is, a good pit, is a good spot. Where as like a, a 20, like he's around a 20. Like yeah, Middleton isn't like a high like value 20s, 25, 30 game, but like, you know, he's going to be consistent and in the playoffs. Well, he has to find his shot because pretty much all the elite scores, they have a spot in the on the court where they get to it. It's muscle memory. It's like straight sleepwalking. I mean, yeah. You're I mean, sleepwalking the, the, the to the spot. The that James Harden perfected was like, it was, you know, yeah. his shot. You got Chris spot, Middleton's you know. left baseline uh, fadeaway. Lucas, you know, uh, Lucas, Lucas step, step back, back, like elbow extended three. And like on Kevin the left Durant side. Steph Curry from any fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all got their spot. Yeah. You know, you got DeRozan pull up from like the free throw line, you know, like, so like people have their shots. And I think RJ has to find his shot. So then that way he can become that late game scorer and he doesn't have to rely on Evan Fournier to take yeah. this Knicks team to the promised land. They're still know? pretty clunky in the late games. And it's because of Julius Randle as well. Him and him yeah. and RJ need well, to Well, they develop. both need to find a spot. I mean, Julius Randle's looking like his spot is that baseline fade as well, more on the right side. I think RJ. But it's Bay- still their offense gets mucky with him because yeah, no. people just know it. So no, yeah. I, so that's oh, what I'm for saying. sure. So what's like the final step for the Knicks team? Do they trade for someone? Do or do they trade? You might be right that they should trade, but I just I have a hard time separating myself from a young talent like RJ Barrett. So that's what I'm saying is you really think RJ could be like the guy to build around? Because Randall is only like 27, 28, I still think you ride it. If they out get for one, one more, more guy, yeah, RJ Barrett, Julius Randall, one more guy. I mean, sure. I mean, just, they, they have not years. had luck with free agents, so it's like you're gonna just have to trade for someone. Yeah, but they also know? have never had such a complete deep team sure, like this, yeah, this since the like they tra- since they got Melo, and that was the last like big name they got, and Rashid they got him Wallace. because they got a lot of. <laughs> There she was. They they got him because they got a lot of like, talent because they had Delino. Yeah, they did trade for. I know, but I'm saying, but they were able to secure a lot of deep talent around him to create a package. You know, they do have some guys. They and that's do have like saying. a Mitchell I think Robinson. They don't have much Emmanuel, of a package Emmanuel without quickly, RJ. You know, like they have. Yeah, guys. the package kind of falls apart without RJ, but it's. it's but who who is the who is the main guy in the package for the for Melo? Gallinari. Gallo, Raymond Felton. I mean, come on, dude. Those the goats. Yeah, well, no, Gallo. I mean, right, RJ Barrett's right. already better than what Gallo ever was. I would agree, but so it's a know, different time, though. Different, different time for sure. But you can you can get someone. Is he as good as Shea? Do you think he has as much upside as Shea? No. Well, Shea Gilgis Alexander is too good. Like right a Paul now George. I'm just saying like, the Paul George was seven first round picks and Shea. You know what I mean? Like RJ is gonna take RJ quickly and i mean that's like i'm not even trying yeah, to but say the Clippers like overbought I'm just saying, like, to make Kawhi happy i mean i'm just saying like that's just like our it's just that's what it is is, is rj the guy that you keep and build around and how far is that going to get you or do you use him to get bradley beal or damian lillard or 
you know, Zion or whoever else is a totally disgruntled superstar. And I'm not even saying you have to go the trade him wise. It's just, you know, it seems like this is what the Nets, Knicks have been wanting to do for a while is kind of go for someone big and they keep striking out and they're just eventually going to do it. And RJ is just at the tweener spot where like he has good upside to where you could flip him for someone. But it's like, I don't know if he has enough. But they can wait for an offseason. I feel like for sure. This you know, is, I, don't, I think they, they, smart attra- they can attract someone in the offseason. Like Joe smart said, player. on his counterpoint, He's on a rookie contract still. You know, they have the money to move around. Julius Randle, I mean, I'm pretty sure he did sign an extension, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's maxed out. It, yeah, so he's like really the only one, though. I mean, realistically, they're, they're working with a lot of young guys, and they're working with old vets. They got Taj Gibson. They got D. Rose. They got... I don't think Fournier is so on a big So what's, like, contract. their ceiling for this year, though? I mean, their ceiling, realistically, is They need is to probably, win a playoff series. After they need to win at least one playoff year. series. Make it to the it's second round. I mean, thing, Knicks, bro. Knicks, Bulls, man, that's that's a That'll playoff awesome series playoff of yeah. my dreams. Yeah. And I, I think I tweeted it last year where it's like that that would be the series of broken dreams just because of how we, they've treated our their fans right. throughout the years, the Bulls and the Knicks. But now look at us, World Wide West, Arturis Karasovas, yeah. they turned this shit around, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's, hey, that's man. That's good management. Know, who would have thought 2021, man, For came real. heavy out the pandemic. No lie. All right, but I mean, any any last hate or love for RJ Barrett? No, I think he's. I still think he's going to be a really good player going forward and for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's that. Like, I mean, the thing we're doing today, players to watch. All these guys, if they're on top of their game, they're going to take these teams. I mean, far. that's the thing. That's if what I'm saying. Not, he's in, that's why I want him to be good because it does make you know Knicks basketball. Like we're saying, it's good. NBA when they're good. is better when Knicks. So that's why I want him better, to be dude. good. You know, and that's I hope he does. He like he is like th- when you're working that hard. To be a good defender, the way he is, like that, just shows you he is a hard worker. Like, oh, Jimmy got better on defense, like offensively, because that's just it's in his DNA. Kawhi got better. OG's getting better. Like when you're just in your DNA to be a hard worker defensively, like you're just eventually gonna get better. Coach that shit, bro. Exactly. So that's why, like, I I do give him, you know, hope that he is gonna get better. As far as this year, I just thought I would have liked to see a little bit more strides early in their season. But I mean, it's early season. We'll see if you know. I mean, the volume, like you guys are saying, the volume is there. He's looking confident. If he gets close to, like, over that 20-point, you know, threshold and, you know, still keeps up the defense, he's definitely going to be good this year. Then the trade definitely shouldn't happen. No, right? I mean, that's I don't sense. know. Then that's when you trade high, you know. Or that, or you that. You sell high, dude. I want, I want R.J. Bear to be good and for one reason, one reason only. I want more of those uh, side talk. Uh, New York Knicks fans videos where they're going oh, crazy yeah, after yeah. that Celtics game. I want more of that. Give me that Trey Young get eliminating them in the series video. Those those honestly Bing those bong. make me realize you know there's a beautiful thing in basketball. You yeah, know, yeah. and it's yeah, that's what it's for. It's dude. those fans. Yeah. It's sports, those fans. sports are beautiful sometimes. Bro. Uh, but I mean, overall, I mean, the season's pretty young. These teams, we don't really know where they're gonna end. We know, we know, we don't know quite what's a fake team in terms of how hot they're not, they are, or how not hot they are in this early in the season. But I think we could all agree these guys are gonna play a huge role in all of their teams' success in all of the Western Eastern Conference playoff makeups. So overall, keep fucking with us, keep fucking with these guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. Yup, keep an eye on these dudes. It's gonna be cool to watch them go. We got a long season ahead of us. Yeah.